When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Call's cloud business phone service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out ZoomCalls.com. That's ZoomCalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, that is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. And yes, I am your host, Todd Huff. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com, Facebook.com, slash Todd Huff Show for those who want to watch the program live or on demand. Yes, as long as our friends at Facebook allow that to be the case. I hope you had a nice weekend. Thank you for joining us. It is, in fact, good to be here this morning. I guess first and foremost, I want to say off the top of the program, happy birthday to my mom. Happy birthday to my mom, May 18th. I will not give out her age, but she is, I tell you what, she has more energy and as she says, maybe a little bit more vim and vigor than a lot of folks uh, that are, you know what, a lot of folks that are much younger than her even. So happy birthday, Mom, and hope you have a great, uh, great day. So lots of things to talk about, as is normally the case here when we get back from a busy, uh, busy weekend. We've got Catherine Herridge of Now CBS. She was on, uh, She was on Fox for some time, a reporter there that's being attacked by the Biden campaign for releasing government documents, the audacity of a journal <laughs> of a journalist to do something like that. So she's being targeted by by Team Biden. We've got a CNN reporter. I love this. I don't know if you've seen this, I'll post this on Facebook. A CNN reporter sitting there in one of the press uh, the press briefings the president has. I think it was on Friday. Literally as soon as the president walks off, 
Actually, I don't think it was the president. I think it was Kaylee McEnany. It was Kaylee McEnany now that I stop and think about it. But Kaylee McEnany walks off the stage, on behind the podium anyway, leaves the leaves the room. The reporters stand up and they start to, you know, get their belongings and pack up and get out of Dodge there. And as you know, they think the cameras are off. She takes her mask off. <laughs> I mean, you know, these she hadn't left the room. She hadn't left the room. There were still people around. In fact, she was closer to people when she took her mask off, at least it seemed to me, than when she was sitting there socially distanced from other reporters. This is the um, the CNN reporter, so we've got that uh, going on out there. We've got – I don't know if you saw over the weekend either that President Trump, um, he tweeted something that said, fake news is not essential, which I really – enjoyed because it's referencing a a protest in the state of New York where you know there are protesters on the street actually on the on the sidewalk not on the street we, the the street protest where you shut down the streets and prevent people from actually living their lives freely that's that's really uh, the the MO if you will of the folks like Antifa they think they should shut down everything and everyone should be forced to comply with their dictates and edicts or else, or else there'll be probably cities burning down, stuff thrown through your business's front window. Um, but, you know, these protesters are on the side of the street. Some journalist, some so-called journalist, I don't know who this, I got to be careful. I don't know who this journalist is, but I do know that the folks on the sidewalk thought this journalist was fake news. He's walking down the sidewalk recording these these folks, and they are not happy with this guy. Tweets out how his the amount of anger is, I don't know the word he used, disturbing or unsettling, I think is what it was. Now, I will say that most people that had a problem with him simply voiced it. They didn't threaten him. In fact, there was one officer that I could see in the in the uh, the footage. She didn't act too concerned about anything. One gentleman did give him the finger, but you know, with given look, if we're being lied to each and every day by these folks, I'm not whatever the finger telling him. He he had some uh, some words to say to him that I couldn't play on this program without the bleep button. But all that being said. All that being said, if this is uh, what's so upsetting to this journalist, this is un I don't know if he if he can't deal with this. I think he's probably in in the wrong profession. You know, I'm reminded I'm reminded of some situations where journalists have been in real trouble. This was not at all anywhere near that. So there's lots of things to go through today, but I think I want to start here. I think I want to start um with a couple of things pertaining to coronavirus and in particular and in particular um, some of the things that governors are doing and, and in one case a mayor. Let's start with New York City, Mayor de Blasio. I saw this uh, Fox News published yesterday. Let's look at this. I love this, by the way, because I thought walls didn't work. You know, you'll you'll from time to time hear me say that we are broadcasting from the home studio where there are four walls and a door. we got a door right here, just right adjacent to where I'm sitting this morning. 
and that these walls, I'm going to tell you, have worked 100% of the time. I know it's crazy, but I've never come down here to find, you know, we're up against a, a wooded area back here. I've never walked in to find uh, a, a critter from outside inside the house. The walls have kept the critters out. It also has kept the temperature difference, you know, different times of the year. We want it to be warmer in here than outside or in some times of the year. Like now, we want it to begin to be cooler in here than outside. And all those things have been working because of the, the walls here. I've been told walls haven't worked, but de Blasio, de Blasio is, <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I love this stuff. The, the irony here is so rich. He doesn't want to do this, but I tell you what, this is what this is his quote. I don't want to do it, but if I have to, I will, says communist New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio. He floats the idea, as reported by FoxBusiness.com, to keep New Yorkers off beaches. He's going to put up fencing. That's right. Put up not even a wall, fencing. So fencing, which is a step down from a wall, at least one step, depending upon how you quantify the difference between a fence and a wall, de Blasio is going to put fencing up because it apparently is going to help keep people off the beaches, which is surprising to me because I thought, I thought, and you'd have to correct me on this, but I thought they told us that walls don't work. If walls don't work, how in the world are fences going to work? The article says this, as state beaches begin to open for Memorial Day weekend, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio said that all city beaches will remain closed and threatened to put up fences to keep people off the sand. That's right. The fences will keep people off the sand. No word, no word as to whether he is making uh, who he's making pay for this, although you can rest assured that it is the taxpayer. The article continues here. The city has taken the biggest hit in the country from the coronavirus pandemic. De Blasio stressed that the, uh, the need to stay closed, even as many states begin to lift restrictions and reopen businesses. For folks in local communities who walk on the beach, walk on the boardwalk, they can still do that. Well, thank you, Mayor de Blasio. If you want to walk on the beach, if you want to walk on the boardwalk, the mayor of New York City is going to allow you to do that. But, but no swimming, no lifeguards, no congregating. No swimming, no lifeguards, no... Why can't you swim? Why, why can't we... Well, not me. I'm not going to be in New York... Uh, New York City. I'm not going to be under the jurisdiction or under the heavy hand of Bill de Blasio, but why can't folks swim? Because there's no lifeguards? Why can't there be? I mean, if there's a profession that is more socially distanced, I don't know of a profession that maintains more social distance than a lifeguard. I mean, if you've seen them, they're on a tower by themselves. So they're not only are they by themselves, they're elevated, they're up in the air, they're above. They're above any, you know, the, you know, sneeze. I guess the sneeze could maybe travel upward. I don't know. But they are socially distanced by very nature of their job. There's not a team of lifeguards in one particular lifeguard stand. They are socially distanced by definition. We can't have lifeguards. What kind of crazy talk is this? Can't have lifeguards. Can't have swimming. 
So we've got no swimming, no lifeguards, no congregating. What's that mean? Stopping. I guess that means you can't stop walking. Is that what is that what that means? What is what is the definition of congregating? And how is a fence going to help that? Isn't a fence going to make people congregate easier? They need to be able to flow through a particular area, I would think, Mayor Bill de Blasio. But that's what de Blasio is going to do it. And he added here, I don't want to do it, but if I have to, I will. It sounds like a... I mean, this is this is the, this is what city leaders are saying. Governors, I got some things here on Governor Whitmer in New York. I've got things here on Governor Pritzker in Illinois. Things that are juicy, by the way, which you may have heard about. I don't know, but these folks. I mean, this this is look. Liberalism at its core is a condescending ideology. The ideology says, "I know better. I know better than you know." What you know, we know better how to take care of you than you know how to take care of yourself. We know better what to do than you do, even if we can't get, um, you know, the, uh, the, the, the will of the people here. We're going to tell you what's best. We're going to tell you what's best, and we're going to do that. And there's nothing you can do about it because we're governor and you're not, nana nana boo boo. It's basically how they act here. And so we've got. De Blasio, who's threatening to put up fencing, which is ironic to me again because I didn't think walls or barriers worked. At least they don't work on the southern border. Maybe they work in New York City. Maybe there's some sort of a, a geographical component, whereas they uh, they work in certain areas of the country but not others. Maybe they work for liberal mayors, uh, communist mayors in fact, but they don't work for uh, separating nations. They can separate they can separate people from exercising their freedoms in New York City, but they cannot uh, prevent people from breaking the law and illegally entering this country, I guess, could be one particular way of looking at it. And it wouldn't surprise me. I'm sure some scientists out there, they probably have a team of scientists, team of scientists ready to go that are ready to explain to us why fencing will work on a beach, but it won't work on the southern border. I'm sure they've got some scientists ready to tell us that that's the case. And and if you disagree, if you disagree with that particular assessment, then you're going to be considered anti-science because the scientists will have spoken. The scientists will have spoken. And who can argue with the great scientists? I'll tell you who can argue with the great scientists is the average person here as we look at some of the findings um, look at some of the findings here from the uh, what we're what we're learning, I guess, in the wake of COVID nineteen. You see that these these places that have reopened, and it's not time to to dance here and celebrate. But everyone's starting to acknowledge that these places that have reopened have not seen the promised spike, the the, the feared spike. Right? We haven't seen that yet. Doesn't mean that it will not happen. It just means that we're several weeks in now. And there's no evidence that it has been it has been the case as these governors continue to flex their muscle uh, muscle these mayors these city councils around the country continue to flex their muscle and disregard freedom and liberty the right of the individual these are the sorts of things by the way that you would hit, that you would hear uh, uttered by the likes of King George it's kind of the kind of uh, the, the nonsense that we're hearing here. With Bill de Blasio, I don't want to do it. Don't make me do it, New York, uh, New York citizens. We can't, uh, we can't have this. Don't make me put up fencing. Don't make me do it. 
Silly, silly stuff. More to discuss on that front when we get back. Sit tight. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Ty Huff. Back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back. So talking here about some of the abuses that we've seen from some of these governors, some of these uh, radical leftist mayors talked about Bill de Blasio putting up fencing. Don't make him do it. He doesn't want to do it. No, I tell you, these folks are dying to do this stuff. They just they love to be able to have this this power over people to lord it over people. This again, liberalism is at its core a condescending ideology. They know better than we know. And they know so much better that they have the, not just the the, the authority, they have the, the right, they have the expectation to exercise their belief on how we can keep ourselves safe from ourselves. And they're justified to use any means necessary, including putting up fencing. Maybe a wall, maybe a big, beautiful wall will be erected in New York City along the beaches, uh, put up by Bill de Blasio after de Blasio undoubtedly told us what the other radical leftists that walls do not work, especially when used along the southern border. Maybe again, this is a geographical thing. I don't know what their argument is, but they will happily use walls and fences when it comes to the point of taking away the liberty of individual American citizens. If it's someone trying to break the law, someone trying to enter into this country illegally, suddenly that wall becomes immoral. Walls are immoral. Remember that? Walls, Nancy Pelosi told us, are immoral. (laughs) It's just so stupid, folks. It's ridiculous. Walls are not immoral. They are amoral. They don't have any moral uh, value in and of themselves. Certainly, as they are used, uh, is the way they're used determines whether or not they're moral. So, for example, if you're putting up a wall, a fence, a barrier to protect someone from exercising his or her freedom as an American citizen, that could be termed or deemed immoral. If you put a wall up to keep people from entering our country illegally who have no right to be here, that's not an immoral wall. Maybe people don't want it. Maybe people don't want to pay for it, all that stuff. That's a different argument. But to say that it's immoral 
or to say that it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work is just craziness. Of course it works. Of course it works. And by the way, may it be noted, may it be noted that the ideology embraced by some of these lunatics often put walls up to keep people in. Look at their their beloved communist ideology that put up the Berlin Wall. That wall wasn't to keep people out of Berlin, although it was certainly used for that purpose too, but people weren't wanting to flock to Berlin to get into that, to East Berlin, to get into that radically heavy-handed communist city. No, people wanted out of there. People wanted out of that city. People wanted out of that oppression. People wanted out of that poverty. People wanted out of that just dark and gloomy way of living. That's what they wanted out of. Anyway, there's not not only is de Blasio wanting to do that, what about this? What about Governor Pritzker in a neighboring state to me, this the state of Illinois? Listen to this stuff. Illinois governor confirms wife and daughter were in Florida during lockdown and calls question on their whereabouts reprehensible. This is in the Washington Examiner. The Democratic governor of Illinois confirmed this week that his wife and daughter left the state before he issued a statewide lockdown order and traveled back recently. This is what he says. My wife and daughter were down in Florida in early March, and in fact, even a little before that. And you know, they sheltered in place. That's right. They hunkered down. We're all in this together. I tell you what, if I have to hear these things, I, these things, I, I roll my eyes. My, it, it's in every commercial now. We're all in this together. Safer at home. Stay home. Shelter in place. Social distancing. Contactless, uh, contactless delivery. I go, fine, whatever. That's the market responding. I'm just talking about these these terms and phrases that have developed from this thing. Anyway, he's saying they sheltered in place where the when the stay at uh, stay at home order came up, Governor JB Pritzker said, and they stayed there until very recently. So, you know, we'll say, you know, we have a working farm. They're there now. There are animals on that farm. There is essential uh, there is an essential function to take care of animals at a farm. So, this was first reported um, I guess back in April in a publication called Patch. Um, back in April that the First Lady of Illinois had been, had been spending time with her $12 million equestrian estate in Wellington just down the trail from Bruce Springsteen, Bill Gates, <laughs> and Billy Joel. And the family had purchased that property shortly after JB was elected governor last year probably knew that he was in for a big payday as a liberal running the state of Illinois but anyway Prisker said last month his official duties as governor have nothing to do with my family his official duties as governor have nothing to do with his family so I'm not going to answer he says that question I find it inappropriate uh, excuse me it's inappropriate and I find it reprehensible after after he was told um after he re- admitted that a family his family had traveled to Florida to home in Florida 
during the pandemic. So, um, should we listen? I guess we could listen to this. I got the soundbite here. You want to hear this? Let's listen to this. The, the, the justification here, right? So his family leaves. <laughs> his family leaves the state of Illinois before the stay-at-home order goes into effect. What a coincidence, right? What a coincidence that they somehow, wink, wink, knew that the order was coming and they got out of Dodge just before, just before it was issued for the rest of the people. Do, do you think anyone else got a heads up as to uh, the warning? Remember, I'm reminded of people who can't get into certain parts of the country. In fact, I'm, I'm reminded of one in the Outer Banks. I don't know what's going on there now, but people had sued because they had homes there. And they were not allowed to go into uh, the Outer Banks unless they had, I don't know, a driver's license or something that proved that they lived there. Well, these were second homes to people. So these weren't folks who, they were residents of other places is the point. Their cars had license plates from wherever Pennsylvania, wherever they came from. And so they said, you don't live here. You live in Pennsylvania. Let me see your license. You can't get in. Why have a second home here? Doesn't matter. How dare you? How dare you come out here, put the rest of us at risk? You remember this story? How dare you come out here, put the rest of us at risk? You heard, I heard the left talking about this. I read the comments on these articles. The left was fired up about people having the audacity, these rich people coming in and bringing coronavirus with them to the outer banks or wherever they were bringing this to. It's not acceptable. When just an average Joe does this, but when the mayor, excuse me, the governor of the state of Illinois does it, that's something altogether different. That's acceptable. How dare you? How dare you think his governor, governor, uh, being governor, has anything to do with his family? Let's listen to what he says here. This is good stuff, by the way. The arrogance, the condescension of this ideology is beyond me. Here it is. My wife and daughter uh, were down in Florida. Uh, in early March and uh, in fact even a little before that and um, you know they sheltered in place when when the stay-at-home order came up um, and they stayed there until very recently Um, so you know I just will say that you know we have a working farm Uh, they're there now there are animals on that farm that is an essential function to take care of animals uh, at a farm yeah He's excused. His family's excused. It's essential function. And if you don't think so, just look at the state's order. And I'm sure in there you'll see taking care of animals. In fact, they prop, they might have, for all we know, put a line in the executive, uh, you know, what the discretion of the governor is, the, to what's deemed essential. It might say taking care of Pritzker Farm, for all we know. These folks are absolutely unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. The average person tries to go out. How do we know? People say shelter in place. Remember the mayor of Chicago? She told people she needs to get a haircut. She's got to look good. Man, she's got to look good when she's out on television. Telling her that's not essential. It's not essential for you to get a haircut, but it's essential for her to get a haircut. Likewise, Pritzker here says, hey, man, my family didn't break any rules. My family didn't break any rules at all. I made sure I told them, hey, guys, why don't you go ahead and head that direction, wink, wink, because I'm going to be dropping the hammer here on the rest of folks 
in the state of Illinois. I don't want you out and about breaking the order, but I'll give you a little heads up that it's, you know, you better head that direction now. Anyway, and I know, look, a similar uh, similar thing happened even here in Indiana with Holcomb. Holcomb was down in Brown County, which my family and I traveled to yesterday. Thank you, Governor, for allowing us to do so. But our family uh, was, was hiking the trails down there yesterday. And one of the things that, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, Holcomb got in trouble for posing for a picture but he was posing within a picture with people. He didn't socially distance, didn't have on a mask, apologized to people for doing this. But if you read the, uh, the, the background of the story, you know what he was doing? He was in Brown County at a personal, I don't know if it was personal or governor's residence. Now, the rest of people can't camp, but he can go down there to his residence. I mean, it's just, it's just really preposterous. I don't care the the the, the uh background or the the party of the person in charge we see this do as i say not as i do but it's definitely definitely without question a bigger problem and with bigger offenses from democrat mayors and governors than republicans but we see this elsewhere we see this elsewhere from other other uh well from republicans as well we got to stop this nonsense we got to stop the nanny state we got to stop uh, this assault on freedom and liberty, and we've got to let Americans live their lives and be responsible for themselves once again without unnecessary influence, direction, and so forth from governors, mayors, city council, whatever. And I've got to take a break. Sit tight. Be back here in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back. And I'll go back to this thing with, with Governor Holcomb here in the great state of, of Indiana. Look, no no personal problems um, with Governor Holcomb. Well, I don't have personal problems with any of these, these folks, liberal or otherwise. I will let you know if I do. I do think that some of them are um, – look, sometimes people make bad judgments. Sometimes people – look, we, we all – no one's perfect. I get that. But there's also this, this, what I want to say, this mindset, I guess, that says, I am the law, I am above the law, and that's what we're seeing, and that that is reprehensible. That is a reprehensible uh, sort of way of 
of governing, of acting. We see it with Governor Pritzker. We see it with Governor, well, what Governor Whitmer is doing in Michigan is just something altogether even, I don't want to say different, but (laughs) ratcheted up. But Governor Holcomb, again, he got in trouble a couple weeks ago for being in Brown County, not wearing a mask, took a selfie or picture with a couple of people where he had taken carry out food or some such thing. I'm going to read quickly from the Indy Star. Governor Holcomb apologized to healthcare workers on Sunday. This was, I would have been May 3rd, I guess. The day after a photo was posted on Facebook showing him posing with two other people, none of whom were wearing masks. I think they were all touching in the picture, three people together, right? So imagine every day, basically, or every regularly you're going up there on in front of the cameras telling people how to live their lives don't touch stay separated wear your mask be responsible you know hunker down we're all in this together all these these silly little sayings we got now now over the weekend it's a couple weeks ago i only bring this up because we're talking about other governors as well he calls in carry out and in nashville and place uh, called the Hobnob Corner Restaurant, drove past that yesterday, went in to pick up his uh, his dinner, got his picture taken, wasn't socially distanced, wasn't wearing a mask, think they were touching. I'd have to look at the picture again to tell you. He says this was a lapse in his usual vigilance. <laughs> vigilance. Um... But my, my other question when I read this was, what's he doing in Nashville? Because they were telling people at the time, you can't camp in Nashville. No, no, you can you can use trails. In fact, you can only use certain trails, which was another thing I never understood. I don't know if Brown County, I'm pretty sure Brown County was one of these parks that didn't have all of his trails open. Actually, yesterday, they have these little um, observation buildings, I guess. I think they're just two two levels. There's a main floor, there's stairs, and then there's the second floor, and it's open where you can like look over and and just see the landscape. It's beautiful in Brown County. You can see forever, but you can't go in there. No, you can't go in the building. I don't know why, although I did see people go into the building, you can't go in it. In fact, they had tape, caution tape. One of the trails, we went down trail number eight, although we did make a wrong turn, and got off of trail number eight, which is another story altogether. But we went down trail eight and it, you know, it looked as though if you went up the steps, you couldn't get to trail eight because there was caution tape, but the caution tape was just there to keep you from going into the, into the building. So again, people went into the building. I don't know why you can't go into the building. No one else was in the building, but you couldn't camp, couldn't camp. But apparently regular people can't camp. But the governor of Indiana can go to the governor's residence in Brown County, which whatever. I mean, I don't harbor any ill feelings that there's a governor's property in Brown County. But why is that okay? And someone can't have a tent or a camper down there. Well, we we don't want people congregating. Well, can you still not socially distance? I don't understand. Are there more people at a campground than at a grocery store? These things make no sense. And people are getting tired of this. You can see even I just saw here on Fox News, there's a gym owner in New York City said enough. I'm opening my gym. I don't care what the city says. We have to get back to business. We can't continue to hunker down and sit here. I don't people telling me we're all, and this is my 
my take. I didn't even hear him. I just saw it. But this is the mentality. I don't people telling me it's time to hunker down and we're all in this together because I have the, the bills to pay. I have the business to survive. We played the rant from Dave Portnoy of Bar, uh, Barstool Sports on Friday. I didn't play the rant. I played his his interview with Tucker Carlson. I couldn't play the rant. My uh, my finger would have gotten tired from, from bleeping out all the, <laughs> the expletives. But the point was, look, you can't just tell people indefinitely to hunker down. You can't tell people when their businesses are at this this critical stage, right? People People are in startup phase. He said if his business would have faced COVID in the 10 years, the 10-year period where he was working basically 24 hours a day, seven days a week to build Barstool Sports, if COVID hit during that time, he said they wouldn't have survived. So you begin to wonder how many businesses, how many businesses that may have had some tremendous services, products, ingenuity for the American people, for a local community, whatever, are not going to be there because because of some of these heavy-handed, heavy-handed orders. Anyway, got to take a time out. Listening to Conservative Not Better Talk, I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back. Talking with Oz here. A little bit behind the scenes, she said the governor looked very jovial, Governor Holcomb, in that picture when he was down in Brown County at the the Hobnob, whatever that restaurant's called. Momentary lapse in vigilance. (laughs) Momentary lapse in vigilance. I mean, we know people, we all know people, maybe we are that person who has taking this whole social distancing, hand-washing, no-touching, wearing a mask thing seriously. Can you imagine? I mean, again, every day or every very frequently, they're having press conferences, and they're up there lecturing to the Hoosiers, in this, in this particular case, Hoosiers, how to behave, what to do, don't touch this, don't do that, stay socially distanced. So they're doing this each and every day. This isn't, I mean... <laughs> The, the more I think about this, the more it, it's, it's just, are they not serious? Is this all for show? It reminds me again of the CNN reporter wearing the mask in the press briefing during the White House uh, press conference. But the second Kaylee McEnany leaves, within 10 or 15 seconds, this reporter stands up and takes off her mask. The same amount of people are in the room. At some point you think, wait, is if it's real, 
And if there's real concerns and if it's really, you know, we're, we're really uh, uncertain about touching people, why would you suddenly touch people? Why would you suddenly not have your mask on and have people that you don't know inches away from your face? If this is such a dangerous thing, if we're told to hunker down and get it, you know, that we're all in this together. And that's another question I have. How are we all in this together when some person who's governor can stay in Brown County and the rest of us normal Hoosiers who aren't governor cannot stay in Brown County, whether it's at a cabin, a tent, a camper, a RV, motorhome, whatever. How's that even remotely close to consistent? How do these, these things just don't add up? And people are sick of it. People are sick of the restrictions placed on them. People are sick of what it's doing to their businesses. I've read that 100,000 businesses are gone and are never coming back. Thank you to those who have taken extreme measures to do whatever they can to make sure that that's the case. I know that that's not the stated reason. I know that that's not what they're out to to do. I mean, some of them you begin to raise the question when they see some of these states coming back and there's no spike. I mean, you see Hawaii. Hawaii actually, what, they, they, they find a guy. He was there on a vacation, maybe a honeymoon, I don't know. He went to Waikiki Beach, took some pictures, posted them on Facebook. They tracked this guy down. You're supposed to be in two-week quarantine, knucklehead. There's a fine of up to, up to five grand, I think it is. Meanwhile, meanwhile, who knows? I don't know what the governor of Hawaii is doing. I'm not sure. But if it's consistent with what we've seen these other governors do, Pritzker sends his wife and daughter off to Florida to take care of their, their family farm, essential business, and I'm not saying it's not. But the rest of us are told to sit tight. The mayor of Chicago, she can go get a haircut. And if someone asks her why is that essential, she's she's dumbfounded as to why they can't see the importance of her looking good on television. Governor Holcomb in Indiana can go and stay in Brown County. The rest of us can't. We've got to hunker down and do the right thing as Hoosiers and wear our masks and socially distance. Meanwhile, they're bl- they're blowing through these rules and regulations right and left. CNN reporter wears a mask for show during a press conference. The second thing's over, she takes that thing off as though everything is perfectly fine. Hunky-dory apple pies, we say in my family. And I've got to take a break. Long in this segment. Listening to Conservative Not Better Talk, I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back. 
waning moments of our number one. By the way, do not fear. Hour two will continue. We'll stream that on YouTube, the Todd Huff Show YouTube channel. You can simply go to YouTube and check us out there. It's free hour number two. You can also you can also uh, become a subscriber to Total Access, which is where we uh, give you exclusive digital access to hour number two of the program, and that's free for our newsletter subscribers. By the way, a new issue of the newsletter will be going out tomorrow. You can subscribe to that by going to toddhuffshow.com slash subscribe or texting the word Huff to 31996. Music is telling me it's time to wrap up, guys. See you in a few. SDG. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944.